If you want to get stuff done, then you have come to the right place. This is the Get Stuff Done podcast, brought to you in association with RDI Worldwide, a weekly interview series with prominent and diverse people from around the world who will share their own unique insights on what it takes to get stuff done and their personal strategies for doing so. My name is Gordon Dudley, the creator of the Get Stuff Done project and host of this podcast. Thank you so much for being with us. We hope you enjoy this episode and would love to hear your feedback anytime. Let's get stuff done. Hello, everybody. This is Gordon back with you for the second episode of the Get Stuff Done podcast, the weekly series where we get into people who have been absolutely fantastic at getting stuff done. And so for that reason, I'm really excited to have my guest with me today, Naya Jang. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. I'm Naya Jang, who works in Korea Startup Ecosystem already like over nine years. Wow. Absolutely. And <laughs> so what Naya is actually doing right now is that she's actually running her own business. Um, since this year, it's actually a startup accelerating agency. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about what she's been doing in her career. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of diverse kind of things. And I think she's a fantastic example of being able to get stuff done and not always just following the traditional path. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into it. And tell me a little bit about what you're doing right now, Naya. Yeah, accelerating agencies, I guess it's a pretty strange concept in this industry also because I'm not an accelerator because I don't invest directly to the startup, mm-hmm. but I'm helping accelerators or venture capitalists or organization government to build some accelerating program for boosting startups business in domestic market and global market with many partners of mine in Korea and in abroad. I'm pretty much a designer of the program. (laughs) Okay, designer of the program. And uh, actually, most recently, we worked together at the the Come Up um, Global Startup Conference that that happened here in Seoul. So it seems that also within running your business, you also have other projects on the go. Um, But tell me a little bit about how you came to set up your business. Well, actually, my background of career is quite diverse because my career started from the festival industry, actually. Mm -hmm. When I was in university student, I got a job with the school, like in event company. So I designed the festival with my colleagues and I started my career as event MC, like a festival host. So (laughs) that was my first career. And then I can I, see how you'd be great at that because <laughs> of your energy and, and great image. So, yeah, I can yeah. see that that fits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is start from my event MC on the stage because that okay. was really, I mean, there are quite a lot of stories, but next time for that. Okay. <laughs> and next career of mine was art industry. So I promoted and I direct about the musical opera and some of the um project related with the art mm-hmm. so that was my second career and uh, my third career was the it company so i was used to work as a marketer like for promoting mm-hmm. so i came to the company as a marketer so that's actually my beginning of it and startup industry so, tech and and all that yeah. comes with that yeah, exactly. Okay. Because IT, like a little company, is actually part of startup ecosystem in Korea. So I knew the words 
startup mm -hmm. because I didn't know that startup and that was IoT company. Okay. So I didn't know the word cloud. Okay. <laughs> For me, cloud is just the cloud in the sky or the beer name yeah, in I, Korea. I mean, so. everybody not so long ago was the same. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that was already like a nine, ten years ago. So okay. yeah, that is my beginning. So I worked as an accelerator. I had my own business as an entrepreneur in fashion industry. I back to accelerator again and have my own agency to running like three or four projects in the same time. Okay. So you seem to be an absolute expert at getting stuff done. Yeah. I mean, I think basically a large premise of the Getting Stuff Done project is that all that we have to do within the scope of our work, just mm -hmm. like task-based, is just, just kind of like complete it when it's been given to us. But there's so much more that we should get done, can get done, and, and want to get done. And so mm -hmm. that's kind of what, what we're talking about, going beyond just like the work scope. So well, let, let's start on a daily basis. What What makes you get out of bed? Like what, what drives you <laughs> on a daily basis to, to, to get up there and, and get out there? Okay, honestly, <laughs> that, uh, the main thing is timeline. I mean, okay. deadline. <laughs> okay, having a deadline. Yeah, having okay. a deadline because I pre-packed my old schedules. Okay. So uh, after I started my day, my schedule is pretty packed like without literally break time between okay. so if i delay the first things that means rest of that delayed everything okay so yeah i i don't want to imagine the disaster so if i delayed once i just donate honestly okay. so i just spend my time to catch up the time so my first reason to get out of my bed was deadline and second thing is that's kind of a sad story, but I have I have something fail experience for my um, startup in fashion industry, so I have to pay back for that. So <laughs> okay, that is other motivation for me. And and when you say payback, are you talking literally or or just metaphorically, like literally, li literally to the bank? <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Well, that would definitely be quite a, a, a strong motivation factor. Okay, but I mean, it sounds like you have not let that failure get you down. It doesn't mm -hmm. sound like you've you that, that failure was the end. It sounds like it's just taking you into entirely new new areas. Maybe I also want to just touch a little bit about you know because you're Korean and in Korea you know there's definitely a kind of an atmosphere or environment that if you graduate in this with this major. Mm -hmm. You need to go into this field. If you join this company, then you need to stay in that industry. Like, is that changing? Like, do you have a, like a viewpoint on that? I mean, obviously, you have not let that kind of keep you yeah. narrow-minded. Yeah. Is that something that's changing? Is it is it now not the case in Korea anymore? Like, do you have a, a little view on that? Oh uh, well, honestly, it's getting better than before. So okay. it's kind of easier to flip over their career or to get a new job from a company to be to be company because we have more information than before and we have more like potential in new industry because in this era new industry is coming up it goes out mm -hmm. and rising falling down it's super fast but it's kind of still hard for many Koreans because I'm kind of strangers in this country because my career is flip over a lot 
like from like entertainment industry to art industry to IT industry, from government side to really private side. So it's my my career is like I can't really think of much more diverse <laughs> in one in one career to be honest. But I mean, great case in point. Uh, even though companies might say, "Oh, we're only hiring people from this industry and this background," like you know, here's a fantastic example that you can do it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And and even the courage to to set up your own business. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that, about what literally, mm -hmm. what was the decision for you to kind of set up your own business rather yeah. than just staying within, because some startups, of course, can be small and unstable, but they, they also can be very well established and, and very well funded startups that, right. that, you know, the job is you know, arguably as safe as a, a larger company. So what made you decide to actually set up your own business as opposed to staying okay. working for, for larger companies? Well, okay, actually this answer is kind of related to what the first question I said, deadline and my payback reason mm -hmm. makes me get out of the bed. But the main thing is what is your core of your career or of your mind mm -hmm. that is actually really important thing to make all the decisions for my career because i wanted to do some valuable things mm -hmm. so if i do something i wanted people happier than before like okay. with working with me or like working with some project that i help something okay. like that so when i work with the startups as accelerator I didn't really understand. I thought I understood, but I didn't really understand about startup field because I didn't have experience. I didn't really understand what they mm -hmm. need or what they want mm -hmm. or what kind of life they are living in. Mm -hmm. But when I had my own startup, I realized, okay, as an accelerator, I didn't understand fully about entrepreneurs part. But those two market is too close, mm -hmm. like accelerating part and startup part, entrepreneurs part. Those are too close, but those are too different. It's really complicated. Mm -hmm. So after I experienced about the first failure of my first startup, I realized, okay, now I understand both. So when I get back to accelerating work, I tried to use my experience to help startups, but I found out I'm kind of, it's quite a weird word, but I kind of old accelerator as the manager stage of accelerating company. Mm -hmm. So my salary is not really fit for that company, for each company, because in Korean society, like accelerating company, they don't really pay a lot like like financial company as much as financial company or okay. bank company or consulting firm so if they hire like a senior manager that's kind of a pressure for them right because they are running based on the project so if they don't get the project that's kind of hard for them to run the company with the heavy senior managers so i figured out many accelerators want to work with me and they want to uh, they suggest them work for me but it's actually based on the project so I decided okay that could be better to work with accelerators or organization based on the project instead of really getting into their company a hundred percent 
Got it. Yeah, so that's the start of Group Round. So Group Round is literally like a bridge builder between accelerator, venture capitalist, startup, and Korea and other countries. Got it. No, I mean, but all credit to you, that's super smart to identify that way that they interact the two sides and, and find a way to, you know, build a business in there. Uh, tell me about the name. How did the name come about? Groove Round. Yeah. How did that come about, Groove Round? <laughs> yeah, I really considered about my name a lot. Like yeah. Groove, you know, the Groove, the sure. jazz bar. So honestly, I think the startup ecosystem in Korea is not fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because that that's, it, it's like a hard box, like a super hard box. Yeah. Made by the wood or steel. Okay. But I thought the startup industry is more like a festival. I mean, not okay. it's really deep. Yeah. But so many things goes on inside, uh, going on inside, and like super passionate people are all of them are in here, but the box is too hard. So people didn't really get the vibe from them. So startup industry is only for the people who work in startup industry. So I just wanted to break it out okay. to get out from the box to the public part. Go so uh, I thought I'm going to make some groove. Okay. And it's going to be the ground. My company, my work is going to be the ground for making the groove with okay. the people who have the groove. So that's why groove. Actually, the first thing was groove ground. Groove ground. Okay. But it's kind of hard to pronounce. So the I double just, G. Yeah, okay. Double G is the groove just ground. Groove ground. I love it. I love it. And the, and the fact that it has a meaning <laughs> as well. It's also great. I mean, and you have a groove. <laughs> and, it, and it sounds like it could be a festival. Yeah. Like, hey, everybody, I'm going to groove ground this year. Like, it literally could could be a festival. Sure. But, but I think it could be interesting for the people not in Korea to understand a little bit more about what you're saying that the the Korean startup ecosystem was not fun. Like, is there a specific reason for that? Is that is that now changed, or or what is it specifically that you felt that was the difference between startups mm. outside Korea? It could be maybe different meaning. Maybe I better to say serious instead of not fun. Okay. Yeah, the Korean startup ecosystem is kind of serious, mm -hmm. so based on the character of Koreas. Okay. So Korean have the Koreans have the groove inside, uh -huh. but they don't really exposure their groove outside. outside. Okay. So you know yes. the karaoke, yes. the culture or drinking culture, they are super extrovert when in they a drink. Private or, room. Yes, in a yeah, private in a room. Closed room. With, yeah, with yes, the friends. Yes. But yes. in the public, when right. we say, "Hey," after kind of lecture, "Hey, do you guys have any question?" That is like dead. <laughs> yeah, you know totally. what I mean? Yeah, well, there's that famous case yeah. of the Obama press conference here in Korea, right? That, that famous <laughs> case where where only the Chinese journalist put his hand up to, to ask a question. None of the Korean media had any questions for, for anyway. Yeah, but they have a lot of questions. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, after yeah. the formal time, they just go to the speaker and they start to make the questions, sure. a lot of questions sure. privately. Sure. But that is the more cultural things about the Korean people. They don't want to be presented. I mean, is that right expression? Like, yeah, they, they don't want to be shown. Like, yeah, yeah or, or, or there's, they feel there's a, almost a risk to mm -hmm. showing off uh, that, too yeah, publicly. Yeah. It's kind of like 
strange or afraid to show off their personality or their uh, own opinion in public right because we cared about the others thinking a lot that's why right. we have the word of nunchi Correct. Like carrying right, right, the right. others sure. a lot for sure yeah we don't have that word in english right <laughs> i mean you you definitely cannot translate it in one word that's for sure it takes a lot more of a description to to understand what what it yeah. is but can you explain sure. what that means in english <laughs> like what is nunchi means on the one hand it's like emotional intelligence right mm -hmm. on another hand it's being able to like read people right right but i think it's also it's like you said, caring about others. Mm. It, it, it's it's not just like you can read the other person, but you you actually have to think about what their intention is or what right. they care about in order to kind of have good nunchi. I think. Yeah, sometimes yeah. Um, that's too much. So they want to do something, yeah, right. but they don't do like even in company. So he knows Korea. <laughs> 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 so, anyways, yeah, that's that's why we are kind of serious in public but young generation has been changed their right, education right. system has been changed yeah. their mindset has been changed and young generation they have a lot of experience in abroad already mm -hmm. so they speak out more they show off their character more on the media or in the public so I thought I just want to make this industry I mean uh, startup ecosystem I just want to make this industry more softer to reach out from mm. outside because they want to know, but they don't like to know the boring things, like super serious things before getting to know the value, value of this yeah. industry. I think, I think like, uh, that's an absolutely fantastic mission that, that, that you're trying to do. I think it's necessary. <laughs> I think, you know, if I've seen the way that the ecosystem has kind of transitioned from being really heavily government influenced, I mean, almost controlled, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, more than five years ago. And yeah, definitely that's absolutely. got a startup ecosystem can't be, it can be, it can be government supported, but it shouldn't be government controlled, right? And I think there was, there's a little bit too much um, maybe it was necessary to kind of get it started mm -hmm. and and really drive it forward. Um, you know, we don't know. Hindsight is a lovely thing, mm -hmm. but but now it's good to see that uh, it's been a little bit more uh, dynamic and organic, and and you know, startups are getting a little bit uh, more free to to do what they want to do. Yeah. Let's let's kind of come back to the the topic of getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. Like in terms of your like average working day, like who are you working with? You know, are they are they people that are reporting to you? Are, are are they customers or who are the main people that you're interacting with on daily on a daily basis? Uh, my main people is actually the the recently that was mm -hmm. Korea Startup Forum because yep. I'm working I'm working on the come up for the last mm -hmm. two months almost mm -hmm. two months. So yeah, I communicate with a lot of things what the Korea set up for members and for other projects I have a kind of customer and kind of partner as accelerator which is a most accelerator okay which is focusing on the deep tech and healthcare industry especially okay. so I work with them in Singapore as well they are a Korean accelerator but we went to Singapore together and uh, Nautilus Investment, which is also Accelerator, they are focusing on the deep tech industry as well. And 
yeah, we did the global project together. For example, for example, the KSGC Korea Green Startup Challenge. Oh, yeah. It's an inbounding project from uh, bringing global entrepreneurs to Korean market and other K global project together. Actually, both are the government project. Okay. So yeah, I'm reporting to them about what I've done mm -hmm. with the, this project. So it sounds like you're trying to get stuff done, but you don't maybe necessarily have direct, you, you're reporting to them. So in that sense, they are just uh, listening. Like, is, is there any element where you have to try to get them to to do stuff? Like, is it is, is there a part where you're trying to actually give them stuff to do? Uh, sometimes yes, mm -hmm. sometimes no. <laughs> because sometimes yes part is, they just ask me how to do about this project. Okay. So I kind of help them to make the process for running this project mm -hmm. because I'm not the main organizer of whole project. So I'm just uh, helping them to run this project properly and um, with the great achievement. So based on my experience, I just set up some projects and I just uh, make some channels to communicate with. So I let them uh, contact with this mentor. I mm -hmm. let them to follow this kind of process. So okay. in that case, I let them do something. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the other case, they just make the guide for me. And they asked me just to, to finish this project or okay. to finish this part. Okay. So I don't really report like a step by step, but I finish everything inside of the guide. So and then just to make them okay. reports and make make the report for them. So if you if you have kind of like uh, one thing that you can recommend for people, it, you know, because you obviously have a very high capacity uh, mm -hmm. for getting stuff done. Like if you could recommend like one thing. Um, that like for you that that works for you what, what would that be uh mentor control <laughs> oh, mental control okay mental yeah. control okay. mental control and like uh, keep your energy working okay i mean not not like happy all the moment but working moment because when you depressed like when you exhausted yeah. from many work or many pressures even if you have a lot of deadline, even if you have a lot of work to do, you mm -hmm. don't want to do that. You don't want to just to get out of the bed. You just want to turn off your cell phone, something like that. So I'm trying to keep my mental alive okay. and, and keep working, even and, if I'm depressed mode. And can I ask then, how do you do that? What, what, what are some of the things that you do to keep your, yeah. your mind controlled? Okay, so honestly, I don't say to people to do your own business. I don't say okay. that. Okay. I said, okay, if you want to do uh, your own startup, please don't do that. That's okay. actually main message that I'm bringing. Okay. But if you want to do your startup, the main one of the main message I kind of share from my experience is, please make like uh, two or three people as your main kind of partner or friends to share your emotion or situation or your feeling. Okay. Shouldn't be one because they're going to be <laughs> tired okay. at the same time. So like if you have like three good friends or good partner to, uh, who you can share everything with them, including your like negative feeling, 
it helps you a lot to keep your mentality healthy. Yeah. So if you have one channel, mm. if you have only one person to share everything, that even if you don't talk to them, that helps you a lot to get over the bad or tough stuff. I think that's uh, that's a great point. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that because anything we do, we have to do sustainably, right? We everyone can work twenty four seven for a certain amount of time. But, uh, you know, we're not here just to work, you know, no one can work 24 seven nonstop, you know, we have to actually go on and, and work for a much longer time. So I think that's, that's, that's really good advice. Yeah. And just one more thing is communication. Okay, please stop communicating with your partners. Honestly, I'm a human being and I sometimes run like a four or five project in the yeah. same time, even if it's a short or long term. Mm -hmm. uh, I chased by time a lot. So of course, sometimes I make delay from some project or from some reports. But when I make delay, I have to say why and I have to say when I can be finished. Yeah. So uh, when I can finish this mm -hmm. stuff. But sometimes if you uh, pushed by someone like your partner or your uh, client, mm -hmm. some of people just disappear. Like they just stop communicating sometimes like for a few days and they showed up when they are done. That's super bad things. Okay. So yeah, that makes people crazy. So please stop communicating even if you don't make uh, on time, okay. even if you make the mistake or fail, okay. just to keeping communication with your partners that makes the uh, trust each other. I think that is also great advice. I I would definitely back that up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in 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 what we do, at, at, you know, RDI, we you know have to make sure that our clients know all the time the status, um, right. to to make sure that they know how we're progressing um, yeah. and when when they can expect us to deliver. And you're right, exactly. you don't always deliver on time. And and always, what I say up front uh, with my clients is, yeah. we will try our best. <laughs> Uh, to to make this uh, timeline, but things can happen. You know, if you tell them at the last moment, that's that's going to be a big problem. But if you tell them as soon as the uh, you know the change emerges, then usually often it's not a problem at all. It's just a case of managing expectations. Yeah, that's why I apologize a lot. <laughs> Sorry, my client. <laughs> <laughs> But not to delay. <laughs> don't don't to delay. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're explaining about it, then then yeah. I think I think yeah. most people are under yeah. understanding. Yeah, it's just to make them understand your situation, uh, your your circumstance, and your ability. I I think that's really important. But that takes time. So I'm still on the stage to prove myself to my client and to to make some trust with my client mm -hmm. i'm still ongoing with mm -hmm. that work yeah i mean and i think that that is a forever ongoing process yes, right true. i mean uh, you know we've just started this podcast you know this is something that uh, we thought was to be important for for the get stuff done project that we can have a regular talk with with people who can share their insights and perspectives um, will will it become more? Will it become a bigger thing? Will will we, you know, go onto other platforms? Who, who knows? But 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 here we are, um, with uh, you know you know getting things done, which is the absolute 
um, kind of, you know, foundation of the Get Stuff Done project. Yes. One of the other Im most important parts of the Get Stuff Done project is focusing on transferable skills. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is something that we've talked about, um, how you can build your your own personal value to to recognize what it is that people see um, in you, the you know, the value that you can bring. And the key point is with the transferable skill is that it's not fixed in that one particular job yeah. or company or industry, it's transferable. And, and so that's what allows you to, to actually, uh, you know, be much more mobile and, and flexible. So Naya, for you, um, what, what do you think is the most important transferable skill um, that, that you've mm. used or, or the one that you feel that you're relatively good at? Um, okay. Or just one that you've seen other people like it might just be a wow they are really good at that and you know that could that could really help a lot of people. You know, actually, I heard this question. I thought it's really difficult questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, yeah. When I heard that question, there are so many things just mm -hmm. to pass away. Okay. On my mind. Okay. The first thing is find out who you are. Yeah, to find out who you are, like what is the main character of yourself. Okay. So I really struggling to find my character by myself. So for example, when I work in the art industry, that is actually the part of the government. So I should um I shouldn't be showing off my personality or character a lot. Mm -hmm. So now I express my character as much as I can. But it takes seriously like 12 years. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so when you have the experience, when you have mm. uh, enough career improvement or experience, you can express yourself as much as you can, but it takes some time up to what kind of character you have. Yeah. So the first thing is, actually the important thing is don't forget about who you are and don't forget about what kind of character you have inside of you or outside of you so uh it takes like 12 years to find myself yeah. for in my case and second thing is the communication skill yeah, yeah definitely in my case okay. in my case because i'm not an expert in certain industry like i i'm not a developer right. for the program i'm not a singer i'm not a like a painter I, I don't have specific expert skills for work but i'm a generalist so in this era there are a lot of potentials as a generalist mm -hmm. as a specialist but that wasn't like 10 years ago so, <laughs> so i think whoever you are what I, whatever you have the ability in some part the most important thing is just to share your emotion or share your thinking or opinion properly okay not too emotionally so okay. the communication skill is really important to bring you to the final goal how, um i'm not sure how long it's gonna take but yeah for myself the communication skill was really important okay. yeah absolutely so there you go so self-awareness which I think is definitely something we've we've talked about before. You know, it's about knowing yourself better. It's about uh, being more confident in you, knowing you, and that can also reduce the imposter syndrome. Mm. And then communication, which I think it doesn't matter what industry you're in, what job you're in, what level of seniority you are, or what country you're in, communication is so important. 
um, for everybody uh, every day. And don't so, be afraid. <laughs> don't be afraid. Okay, we, we're getting more. We're getting more. Don't be afraid. As a, as a, uh, I mean, I don't know if that's a transferable skill, but it's a good life skill for sure. Um, I so, guess both because I'm still afraid with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm Korean, mm -hmm. so I'm trying not to. But if I go to a networking party in Western side of country or out of Korea, I was like, okay, what am I supposed to say at at the beginning? Something like that. So. <laughs> But well, we're, we're out of time today, but maybe what you've suggested there is, is you know, um, good content for, for another episode. Maybe we can get to meet together because I would also like to know how it varies between you when you're in Korean versus English. But that's that's maybe a question for, a, for another time that we can we can touch into. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for uh, listening and watching this uh, Get Stuff Done podcast. Uh, this has been with my guest, Naya Jang. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I talked a lot, right? <laughs> That's what you're here to do. So on that note, it's a high five. Thanks, everybody. And uh, please be sure to subscribe to our Get Stuff Done podcast. See you in the next one soon. Yeah, please join us. Actually, he's the platform of the Global Network. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Get Stuff Done podcast. If you would like to be a guest in the future, please do reach out. Or if you would like to recommend someone, that would be awesome as well. Make sure you keep listening as we will be bringing you fresh insights every week because getting stuff done is something everyone needs.